This is Sunny, and in this video we're going to talk about panhypopituitarism. It's a very rare disorder, and I'm going to walk you through everything you need to know from symptoms to diagnosis to treatment and all the hormones that it affects. But before we can really get into that, we need to discuss what this long word means. Let's break it down to three parts. Pan means all. Hypo, in this case, means deficient and pituitarism means it has to do with the pituitary gland. Let's talk a little bit about the pituitary gland. Your pituitary gland is responsible for telling your body what hormones to produce and how much. The pituitary gland is located inside your brain. A lot of things can happen to your pituitary gland, which is located right in the middle of your temporal lobe, and those injuries can include um, something that may have happened during birth, like in my case, uh, it was septo-optic dysplasia. But in other people, you may have acquired it later in life uh, through uh, a pituitary tumor or some other kind of injury. Let's talk about what kinds of hormones the pituitary gland is in charge of producing. Can't be that much, right? Well, I think you might be surprised. It's a bit of a long list. Like I said, the pituitary gland is a very important part of your body. The pituitary gland is split up into two parts, the anterior and the posterior lobes. Let's talk about the anterior lobe first, because it's the part that really affects panhypopituitarism the most. The anterior lobe is in charge of producing things like gonadotropins, adrenocorticotropic hormone, thyroid-stimulating hormone, and finally, human growth hormone. The anterior lobe is in charge of secreting other hormones as well, but for this video, I'm only covering the things that most affect panhypopituitarism, so you might want to do a little bit more research on your own if you're curious. I have provided some helpful resource links in the description of this video for that. We'll talk a little bit more about what the anterior lobe hormones do and how they affect your body here in a second. But first, let's talk about the posterior lobe. The posterior lobe is in charge of telling your body to produce oxytocin, which affects your sexual health and libido, and ADH, which affects your body's retention of water. I think that pretty much covers what we need to know about the pituitary gland. Let's move on to the next part. Hypo, deficient. If you have hypopituitarism, it means that your pituitary gland isn't telling your body to make enough of the hormones that you need. Hypopituitarism is a disorder on its own, and it's a lot more common than panhypopituitarism. If you have hypopituitarism, it means that your pituitary gland isn't making some of the hormones that your body needs. And let's talk about this last part, pan, meaning all. Panhypopituitarism means that the majority of your hormones, if not all of them, aren't being secreted enough for your body's health. At this point, you're probably wondering what all of this means for your health. Needless to say, your body isn't going to react very well to not getting the things that it needs to keep going. Let's take a look at the symptoms you might experience from certain hormonal deficiencies. I'll break it down to each hormone. For that, we need to look back at the anterior lobe. There's a lot to cover here, so let's take it one hormone at a time. A thyroid-stimulating hormone deficiency has quite a few nasty symptoms, and that's because that's the main 
hormone that tells your um, thyroid gland what to do. If it's not doing what it's supposed to, you might experience dry skin, constipation, weight gain, weakness, muscle stiffness, intolerance to cold, slow heart rate, hair loss, and even confusion. Hypothyroidism is a more common disorder and can have these same exact symptoms. You might want to look into that if you're experiencing these. Now let's talk about adrenocorticotropic hormone deficiencies. This is one of the more serious hormone deficiencies that you really need to look out for. Symptoms include low blood pressure, low stress tolerance, which can be life-threatening, low blood sugar, and weight loss, which might sound really nice, but before I was diagnosed, I was really skinny to the point where it was very unhealthy, and I was so frail. So it's definitely not as nice as it sounds. You might also experience fatigue and vomiting. If these seem scary, it's because they honestly are, and it's something that you want to try to catch early. It's something that your doctor will definitely test you for if you go in to check for panhypopituitarism. Now let's talk about human growth hormone. Human growth hormone is in charge of helping us grow and is really important to our overall health. Everybody needs it, children and adults. If it isn't caught early enough, human growth hormone deficiencies can cause stunted growth and dwarfism in children, low blood sugar, obesity, low blood pressure, and weakness. It can cause some more serious health issues over time. Your doctor will discuss the risks and treatment available for you um, when you go in and talk about your human growth hormone deficiency. A gonadotropin deficiency can affect your overall sexual health and ability to reproduce. Those are some of the symptoms that you might experience if you have panhypopituitarism. How is it diagnosed? For that, you're going to need to see an endocrinologist. An endocrinologist is a special kind of doctor that specializes in disorders of the glands. Your endocrinologist will have you take some blood tests that will check your hormone levels, an MRI scan to diagnose what might have caused your panhypopituitarism, like brain tumors, and stimulation tests to see how your glands are reacting to things. These tests, while necessary, can be very expensive, so make sure you have a good insurance provider. Once you've been diagnosed, the good news is it's very treatable. Hormone replacement therapy is what your endocrinologist is going to prescribe for you. This includes Levothyroxine, given as daily pills for your thyroid. Hydrocortisone or prednisone, given as daily pills to help with your adrenal deficiency. In men, you're going to need testosterone, and women are going to need estrogen and progesterone to help with your libido and sexual functions. And if you have an HGH deficiency, you're going to need injections once daily. All of these are medically necessary, but there are other hormone replacements that you can use that are known as quality of life hormones. And they help with just your general health and keeping you from getting sick more often. And your endocrinologist will let you know if those are right for you.
I think that pretty well explains everything that you need to know about panhypopituitarism. The basics, at least. If you want to learn more about it, you can check out the resource links I've left in the description. Also check out Nord and the Magic Foundation. And I hope that you'll celebrate with me on Rare Disease Day on February 28th. If you have any plans, tell me what they are in the comments. I'd love to hear about it.